Well, I suppose in, in, in a nutshell, Alan, what we're looking for is, is increased funding. Now, there has been um, increased funding over the last number of years, which is really welcome. Um, we're looking at an increase, say, from 2018 of 28 million into the roads in Clare to 2022, which saw an investment of over 48 million. So there has been an ongoing increase in investment into the roads. But uh, this motion was particularly aimed at seeing can we find another angle and bring another party to the table to bring more funding and resources to um, augment the really good work that's doing. Look, the Wild Atlantic Way, as we know, is probably one of the most successful, if not the most successful, initiatives from a tourism perspective ever launched in the country, and particularly for the West Coast. Along with that, the really welcome success of the increased traffic on it um, you know, has, has t- taken its toll on the road. Um, and I think if we can bring a couple of departments together here to increase um, funding and from a tourism perspective to maintain the high level product that's there and maintain the success of of the road and also to deal with some challenges that are coming for locals in that increased traffic and the increased buses you know like putting in laybys making making road signage taking people off of of roads where we don't want them traveling on which are unfit for for heavy or un, unsuitable tourist traffic so the, the road the road needs a lot of work we've seen um the the impact of, of really heavy rainfall and um, that's happening as a, as a result of the change in climate that's doing a lot of damage. We've seen that recently. You know, our crews are flat out. And as, as I quoted earlier, there's a lot more money being invested. The trust of my motion is to see can we bring other parties to the table. At the moment, it's through the Department of Transport. I'd like to see the Department of Tourism coming into this and see can we, um, you know, uh, maintain the road and invest in it for the benefit of, of locals and tourists alike. And I'm sure... And I'm sure, Joe, you know, the locals appreciate the, the, the interest in the Wild Atlantic Way and the increased revenue and, uh, that comes from the tourism, but they also want to have good roads themselves. Is, are, are, is this an issue they have been uh, flagging up with you quite a bit? It is. Uh, we can clearly say in consultation, I'm sure, um, around North Clare in particular, uh, the road from, um, from, from the Galway border down through um, Tunu Key, Valley Vaughan, Fenor, Blenina, down to the down to the Cliffs of Moher, and through the Burn and then the Geopark. You know those roads are never really made. There was a not so long ago since there was a a, a donkey and cart, um, you know, uh, coming down those roads, um, you know, and that's what they were made for. So while really really welcome, it does cause a lot of difficulties for farmers in particular, and you know the large. You can see the the, the buses are getting larger. Um, the, the investment alongside of that really is necessary, and, 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 I, and I'm calling in that motion and supported by a lot of my colleagues that you know, the tourism department is brought to the table on this, um, and maybe we can get some more funding to, um, to to bring the road to the level. If it were marketing an international product, then the road and the, and the route along it needs to be at international standard, and also the local community and the local people and their inconvenience that they're experiencing. Uh, should be front and centre in in dealing with um, with with the issues. Okay, and uh, you, Joe, did you did touch on the weather and Shane? That's the the crux of your motion. You're seeking funding as well for the road network in general in uh, the municipal district because of the adverse weather conditions, particularly last month. Yeah, in particular, Alan, I suppose the the adverse weather events is what I was focused on there in December. Um, that initial. 10 days of frost um, that was followed by you know very severe rainfall and flooding in later December 
the impact that has had and it has left our the road network in, in, in an appalling state, I suppose, in, in on the local primary on the local primary and secondary routes and, and also on the on the strategic regional routes. You know, even the, the higher quality um regional roads are, are are crumbling away in places. And I suppose it's a time of year when budgets at a national level um are being decided upon and funding allocations being made to the county over the next um two months. So I suppose my request was that we would seek additional funding. Um, Joe referenced it there. I suppose the, the investment levels in the road network have thankfully been increasing over the last number of years. Um, but they still, in, in 2022, I think uh, the roads programme managed to resurface 6.3% of the road network in the county, um, where the target is that, that you should be doing about 10% per year, so that in theory you're getting to every road once every 10 years. And the fear is that with the inflationary period and the cost of material and cost of getting work done, that if if you if you don't see a large increase in funding this year, you won't even manage to stand still and, and cover that 6.3. So, um, you know, despite the fact that the investment has been growing over the last few years, it's going to need significant amount of extra money this year just to, to, to I suppose, do as many roads as were done last year, but also to get back to the ones that have maybe were, were roads that were only made in the last couple of years and have seen, you know, huge damage being caused by the adverse weather. Um, which Joe's point is, is is correct. Ultimately, it's just a call for more funding from as many or whatever departments um, it can be brought from to to bring our road network up to the standard that's required for the level of demand and, and amount of traffic and tourism that's travelling over it. I suppose we are consistently make the point as, as a municipal district in West Clare I think we we're home to 55% of the roads in the entire county of Clare, so it's a particular issue. It's 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 a you know it's a, it's a big topic. Um, I know Joe and others will have been taking um, you know numerous calls and, and requests since we've returned after Christmas from you know people that are you know dissatisfied and and struggling to get to work or to go about their daily lives while the roads um, you know are are full of craters and potholes and and crumbling away. So. I think it's acknowledged that, that you know, engineering and, and municipal district staff level are well aware of the scale of the challenge and the problem. Um, and I think the feedback yesterday is that they, at a senior level, I suppose, are in, engaged with the Transport Infrastructure Ireland and the Department of Transport in trying to collate the scale of the damage and the scale of the problem and challenge that's faced in the 2023 now and ho- hope to, to, I suppose, that'll be hard enough to see a significant increase in the national funding so that, that those problems can be addressed. Yeah. Um, you know, both, both the immediate weather-related ones and the longer-term stuff that Joe's talking about around having uh, a full network to cater for the tourism uh, traffic through North Clare. Because I suppose, Shane, like the, the, the flooding and the frost uh, in the, the earlier part of December, you know, le- le- led to significant damage. Many people reporting potholes and deep ones at that um, after the, the frost and flooding which you know raises safety concerns uh, for, for motorists too Absolutely I mean there, there are vehicles um, travelling along um, you know national roads I know in Lissy Casey and, and for example there was you know examples given yesterday of, of you know serious damage being done to vehicles and you know I suppose thankfully nobody, nobody, I don't think there was any reports of serious accidents caused by the potholes or, or injuries caused to persons, but there was significant damage done to vehicles, um, you know, from, from burst tyres to, to damage to the structure of vehicles um, because you're on 80 kilometre speed limit zones and suddenly you're, you're going into 
but our creators, I suppose, essentially. Um, so, I mean, that has to be addressed. You know, that can't that can't be left. And it will take a bit of time, I suppose. That's the, the other message to the public is, well, we're, we're here and we're all well aware of, of, of the scale of the problem, where, where the problems are. Um, and this road crews and, and engineers will work through them as best they can over the coming weeks and months. Um, but it's going to take time to get around to it all. It's going to take, uh, you know, you're going to have to get out of the worst of the weather as well. Um, you know, you would do repairs on a road and a day that's, there's more floods coming, those repairs are, are destroyed again straight away. So it's right. going to take a bit of time to get the repairs there. But uh, it, it is serious for people, it's serious for road users when there, you know, there are safety concerns and and the impact on, on people going about their daily lives. Okay. Uh, Joe, you, the response you received to your motion, um, the schedule of Municipal District Works Programme, that's currently being drafted for this year. Uh, funding likely to be at a similar level to that provided last year. Currently no mechanism to seek ring-fenced funding for particular routes based on their inclusion or not in the Wild Atlantic Way. What's your response to that? It doesn't sound particularly encouraging. Well, you have to start somewhere, I think, and um, I was encouraged recently um, in engagement with Minister Heather Humphreys that her Department uh, of Rural and, and, uh, and Community and Social Affairs are seeking extra funding for the LIS scheme, which is another piece in terms of the local private roads, which all of us will know there's a big backlog on. So she's, her Department and the Department of Rural are seeking extra funding from from the, the uh, from M and Ryan's department <clears throat> to do more work on those roads. So I suppose the slant of my motion here is let's bring tourism into this as well, and let's put some pressure on from a tourism perspective to see can can we get some more money from the department of transport put into it. And like the response to the motion, and I know you noted there that the roadworks program for 23 is being collated at the moment. Um, I, I'd, I'd urge anybody to contact the local area office or um, or the local councillors with roads that they might like to, to put forward for consideration for okay. the programme at the moment. Uh, but look, Foster Ireland are looking at, you know, improvements to some pinch points in the Wild Atlantic Way um, up from, from the key. I know we had, a, we had a look at it there, Shane, Joe Clean, Shane, and uh, Liam had a look at it recently. So we'd, we'd, they have some funding to, to deal with some small issues, maybe looking at laybys um, and improving the condition of those. So that's welcome. Uh, we'd like to see that proceeding and maybe being enhanced and improved. So there, there, there is a response to it, and, and we're tabling, as Shane said there, wherever we can bring a party to the table here to bring more money and resources to uh, augment really good work that's being done. Our staff can do it if they're resourced. In fairness to them, they've put, been put to the pin of their collar recently. Um, the timing of the announcement and the granting of funding is important as well, because if, if you're, you know, if it's not announced early in the year, you know, you can be put to a, to the pin of your collar to get it done in bad conditions. So that's important as well. Um, but bringing everybody to the table is, is I suppose, with the trust of my motion and um, and and Shane going in looking for more funding. We're going to keep pushing this to get more and more done. And okay. I know that in some ways you can feel some consolation when you drive out the door today, maybe potentially <laughs> I could talk myself among that. And Shane said, damage has been done by the extraordinary weather conditions and heavy rain um, it will be repaired, the crews will get around to it, I'd ask people to be patient and also to be careful on roads Yeah, we would. Days, you know. Yeah, we would echo that, be very careful at the moment uh, just very very quickly Joe before I finish with Shane uh, a listener wondering if it's possible to include the town of Milltown in the Wild Atlantic Ways, it's currently bypassed which they say is crazy, if you can briefly respond to that 
Yeah, uh, that's something we've been pushing for in the in the overall tourism strategy is that the, the spread, um, and, and this is in particular in relation to like to the Cliffs and Moher um, 2040 strategy, is that we we look at a benefit to to the wider area, you know, rather than just the Wild Atlantic Way. I mean, you know, there's a lot of work done in the town recently. The local community there have done fantastic work, linking in with Spanish Point. Absolutely, we're fully we're fully supportive of that, and we're pushing it in these strategies to have the likes of Milcombe Bay and towns that are just off the Wild Atlantic Way brought in because okay. that's where our people live, and that's where our small and medium businesses have to survive. That's critical. It has to be front and centre. Okay, and uh, very briefly with you, Shane, you, your response, uh, the reply to your motion, a bit more positive. The request has been made to the roads and transportation section to seek those additional funds from the transport department to cover the costs associated with the extensive repair work uh, required for the road network. Will you be fairly hopeful that will be forthcoming? Hopeful, anyway, Alan. Yeah, um, it is necessary. If I think you know, if the funding is to remain static at, at last year's level, then in reality, yeah, we'd be going backwards because the inflationary pressure that's on that. So, uh, we're going to require extra funding to even try to stand still and you know keep moving uh, in a positive direction. But the direct trajectory was on, on on the way up over the last three or four years. So we just need to keep it going in that direction.